Cutter Nation Pro Football Podcast. Yo, 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 what's up? It's Tutter Nation Pro Football Podcast. This is Troy, Noah, and Ethan. We talk about, uh, we do a little recap of week nine in the NFL. We are officially uh, halfway done with the season. It's a little sad, a little mm. somber, mm. but there's still a lot of good football left to be played. Uh, this last week, man, one of my favorite weeks of all time, I think. As a Rams <laughs> fan, we had the bye. And what you want from the bye um, is you want everyone else in the division to lose. And you want um, just them to be in worse positions for you as you come back into the week. And the Rams won the week in the NFC West without stepping onto a field. It's a good week. Yeah. That was hard to watch. I'm a Seahawks fan, and uh, man, this this is the most bitter I've been, so I'm going to be a little more snappy than I usually am probably in this episode. Not even, I'm going to try to be cheerful, but man, that was a that was, that was was a harder loss. Why don't we uh, just go straight into that, into that game, oh, and we man. can... Uh... Yeah, let's, blow, let's, let's just get through this, because I've been, I've been dying to talk about it, but also at the same time not wanting to talk about it at all. Um, one, one thing real quick before we jump straight in. Last week, we got our boy Nate Lee on the show, and he came in and just laid us with his uh, his pick, his tutter of the week, mm-hmm. and it was the Bills. Yeah. He tuttered the Bills to go against the Seahawks, and every I got I got some uh, some fan mail from some people saying, yo, Nate Lee's an idiot. Like, <laughs> get this man off the show. I never want to see him back here again. And now, the tables have turned. Nate Lee now looks like... Uh, he might know what he's talking about. Maybe he's looks pretty smart, and that's not an Asian joke. Yeah. <laughs> no, he does look smart. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'd be interested to know who thought it was a bad take, uh, or who thought it was, it was. They were. They I don't, were I don't really want to out people yeah. on, uh, on the the show, but it was uh, Bloodshed Inc. Blood- <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that Twitch guy. Follow him on Twitch. Bloodshed. Follow him on Twitch. Follow him on Twitch. Because I mean, it's Bills are top five offense going against the worst defense in the league. I don't. I, I think that any. I don't think the outcome really surprised anyone. I think that the surprising part was offense, but. Nate did have, I think, what did he predict? Josh Allen going for four touchdowns. Yeah, not only, like, he went further. Like, not only did he say that the Bills were going to win, he also was like, and Josh Allen's going to go have four touchdowns. And we're like, passing? He's like, well, three passing and one rushing. Did he say that? Exactly what happened. Oh, I didn't know that he got that exactly. Exactly. You know what's crazy, too? He said um, that that the Bills were going to slice up the, the Seahawks, and that was like verbatim. I think it was like Chris Collinsworth said that during the game. He was like, oh, they're just slicing up the Seattle D. I was like, that's exactly what Nate said. So I'm kind of mad at Nate. I feel like I was a little too nice to him when he yeah. came in, just slap, slapping my face around, disrespecting yeah, the Hawks. So I'll have to, I'll have to remember that for next time. Or anytime I'm talking about the Eagles, I'll keep that in mind, Nate. Well, you said the Seahawks had the worst defense, which isn't technically true. The worst defense in the league, if you if you pull it up, Total defense is actually the Dallas Cowboys, followed by the Falcons, followed by the Jaguars, Oof. and then the Seahawks. Nice. That's, that's total D, right? Total D. What about but when passing you're looking D? at passing yards against? That's where it comes into a scary situation for Seattle, who is ranked 32 yeah. out of 32. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm talking 362 about. 362 yards a game allowed, <laughs> and if you look historically. That is the most historically. There's never been a defense in the history of the NFL 
to give up more passing yards a game than Seattle def- the Seattle's defense. The next ranked in history, the next ranked in history is actually the Atlanta Falcons of this year as well. And they are at 310. So wow. the Seahawks are 50 yards worse in history from the next, which is funny like enough it's happening this year as well 2020 is just you know a year for the records yeah i don't but, know what to, uh, i don't know what to think about that because i can look at that and and you know be really discouraged and i am i am discouraged by that that's no team wants to have that on their record no team wants to be the worst you know passing defense in the league but at the same time the fact that we're 6 and 2 with that on our on our resume is pretty impressive um yeah. And and yeah, I'm I'm going to dub just to give a shout out to Nate. I'm going to dub him Nate Stradamus for mm. his his knowledge mm. and intelligence to predict that. I think you need knowledge and intelligence just to understand that reference. Oh yeah. Nate Stradamus. I think he was a was he a mind reader or a, like a fortune teller, I think, Nostradamus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think. So, yeah, Nate Stradamus. Uh that that's who he is now, but um, yeah, like I was saying, man, this game was this game was just brutal um, from the get go. It was a lot worse than the Arizona loss, which which I didn't think was possible because it was an overtime loss and it was just it was ugly. But um, what what it proved to me was um, re- relying on Russ. That's you don't have you can't last. You, he can win you some games. You can, you can get by, but if you rely on Russ every game. Um, it's not going to work because Russ had Russ had a decent game overall. Like he was kind of Jekyll and Hyde. He had some really awesome moments, and he was you know I still have complete faith in Russ. I still think he's uh, the MVP in, in my opinion. But man, when you when you force him he threw to four picks though, right? He, he threw two picks and two fumbles, two fumbles for lost. Um, and that's exactly what happens when you try to get him to do too much. Like he had like he threw a pick in the end zone, and I wasn't even mad at him for it because at that point he just he had to go for yeah, a touchdown. He needed, to he needed yeah, yeah, he needed to go for that. Uh, his second pick was a little bit a little bit less forgiving, but it's still him just trying to him trying to make up for this bad D. And and the two the two fumbles were it wasn't like he was trying to do too much. He just got sacked, the line broke down, and he got Who the ball. Who are the teams up. that Seattle's beaten this year? Okay, so the first game was Falcons. Uh, so we beat the Falcons, Patriots, Cowboys, um, Niners, um, Dolphins, shoot. Dolphins, Vikings, and the Vikings. Yeah, and then we've lost to Arizona, and now the Bills. And I'm not, I'm not mad about losing to the Bills. Like if if you told me before the game that we were gonna lose, I wouldn't be like shocked because they're, I mean, they're a really good team. Um, I think that it was it was really on our defense though. Like I didn't, I wasn't super impressed by Josh Allen except for one throw where he was getting blitzed and he just dumped it off to, I think it was Zach Moss or Singletary or something. And he just dumped it off to, and it was really good. It was he was under a lot of pressure, but other than that, I felt like his receivers. There was never a time where, where he threw something that I was like wondering if it was going to get picked. He, like all of his receivers were wide open, so either either credit to his receivers or. Like our defense is just like I think our corners are really slow. The crazy thing is too, we sacked Josh Allen five times, which is like our pass rush was bad all year, and it kind of came alive in the last two games. But still, yeah, our Josh Allen is really not an easy dude to sack. Dude. No, no, we got him actually seven times. Two of them there was like there was one like just bizarre penalty that like they got called back. The other one I don't remember what the penalty was, but we got to him. And it was, but it's kind of like I thought that if we could get to the quarterback, then that would fix our defense. But it doesn't look like that's happening because we're still getting sliced and diced with a with a passer so man we got a lot to figure out a lot to work on um i'm hoping that this is just one of those losses that we i look back on i'm like that was our bad week and because i've seen you know 
even though it was against the Niners, I've seen our D look good. But man, overall, I just, I just, I left. I wasn't worried about not making the playoffs. I wasn't worried about not having like a winning record in the end. I was just, I'm like, I, I don't see us winning a playoff game with this kind of defense. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Like watching, like when you really get into the stats, like you, you think of Seattle Seahawks right now, and you're like, yeah, I mean, you look at the record, six and two, like that. Everything point. Like I still pretty much believe that they're going to win the NFC West. But when you start really looking at it, it's like, man, like like you're saying, you can't really just rely on Russ, and that's what Seattle does. I mean, you got Lockett and uh, Metcalf, who are Gs, but that's still relying on the pass game to win you the game. Mm-hmm. The offensive line doesn't really do much. The running back situation is all murky all the time because everyone's always getting injured, and the defense is just a complete liability. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. And then, like, the Rams are, like, opposite, right? Like, our defense is ranked number two in the league this year. Yeah. Super solid D, but uh, our offense is sketch. Like, our offense is, I think, middle of the road. Um, some Sometimes it's even worse than that. So, uh, But at the end of the day, it's like, I wonder which one is, is better for play come playoff time. Because, I mean... If every game you have to win in a shootout, you're going to lose some. Yeah, you know, and that's absolutely. that's what that's what's that's happened. Exactly is what happened. If every yeah. game's a shootout, you beat the team. I mean, you beat uh, like we were saying, you beat Miami. Um, I mean, that's not the Miami team of today. I don't know how it would come out. In that like they they seem like they're a new a new beast. At least uh, their defense, yeah. At least their defense is, yeah. is coming on strong. Um, and you guys beat the Patriots, who also have a pretty nice defense this year. But I mean. Man, the Patriots, dude. They're kind of on a decline. They kind of, I don't know, this last week beating the, the Jets was kind of a... In the last second. Like, yeah, you beat the Jets, who are like, 0-8 in the last second. Yeah, it didn't exactly restore any kind of faith no. in, in them. I think, the, I think the Jets left being like, dude, we might have something. And the Patriots left being like, dude, we suck. <laughs> even though <laughs> even though the, the score was flipped. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, so man, I mean, <clears throat> what what do you think about the Seattle game? Like, what do you besides the pass defense? What do you think needs to change? Do you think the defensive coordinator needs to be fired? That's a really good question. Ken Norton Jr. Um, I, I've liked him. I've liked him. I, I know that he's a, uh, you know, it, recent years he hasn't really developed many good defense. We've kind of been getting worse uh, as we've been going on it as far as our D goes. Um, and, you know, I've heard people talk about it where it's like the only, the only fix they see for this D is just a change in coaching. And I kind of have to, like, at least consider that because I look at our roster on, on D and, you know, I think that we have – I think we have good all around. I like I like both our safeties. We got Jamal Adams, and now we're developing a pass rush. We have arguably the best linebacking core in the league. And and our corners are, you know, Quentin Dunbar and, and uh, Shaquille Griffin. And their names people know, and they're actually decent, decent guys uh, at their position. Um, and they just look slow out there, and they look like it just looks like poor coverage. It's really soft, and it, it, you have to wonder with this group of guys, like, is is it really them that's doing bad, or is it this coaching? Like, could they do better under under like a uh, who's the D, do, do you know the defense coordinator for Steelers? Mm-hmm. Not sure. Who's well, there. under like a Mike Tomlin kind of team. Okay. Um, you know, I do. I did hear that Dan Quinn, uh, who was. The Seahawks defensive coordinator yes. with the Legion of Boom. Yeah, needs a job, dude. That's I. Just, I haven't thought about that at all. 
That's so, actually a really interesting. I mean, ooh. I don't know. I don't know if like because the Falcons' defense, like we were saying, is uh, the second worst defense of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if uh, taking Dan Quinn, who is in charge of the second worst defense of all time, and bringing him to the worst defense of all mm-hmm. time would really help much. But I do know that Dan Quinn. And Pete Carroll had some magic back in the day. They did. They absolutely did. And I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if if we did get rid of Ken Norton, if that was the move we made. Um, that is a very Seattle thing to do. Um, we I feel like we have a tendency to pick up guys, pick up players that really haven't shown much I mean, in recent years. This last week, gonna... didn't you just sign Pete Carroll to like a lifetime deal? We did, yeah. So like the age of 75. Huh? Yeah. Through the age of 75. <laughs> yeah, like literally like Pete, whenever you want to leave, like, you can leave, but yeah, just, like we want you forever. He just needs to keep chewing his heroin gum, <laughs> you know, wearing those sneakers. But yeah, I mean, this, this loss is bad. But um, man, I'm just you know, I think we're, I still think we're a good team. I think that we we just really dropped the ball on this one. But we weren't the only one this this week to do that, um, as we as we all have seen uh, in these games. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah, dude, there's some sketch games this week. Like, uh, I mean, that Sunday night game was just atrocious yeah like and that was you know the yin to the yang again not an asian joke but uh nate lee picked that great tutter and then his shutter was uh you know the buccaneers were gonna slice and dice the saints and yeah boy could he have been more wrong yeah the buccaneers i got wrecked kicked a field goal in the fourth quarter to not get shut out like that's the game that like that was their victory uh, it was crazy. Like they put, uh, like uh, Sean Payton put back in Drew Brees at the end of the game, so we can throw another touchdown. Just because, like Drew Brees and Payton and Tom Brady have this, like <laughs> final touchdown breaking like, news, yeah, thing going, and it's just like, man, like that was a slap in the fit because they were already up by what thirty, thirty, yeah. thirty one, I think, yeah, thirty one at that point, and so. Like, you have Jameis Winston. Like, put him in. He'll throw a pick six or something. I was rooting for that, man. I wanted him to go against his old <laughs> team. Make it a closer game. Yeah. yeah, it's a revenge game, bro. I think that's the big takeaway from this game. It was a Jameis Winston revenge game where he <laughs> didn't play and they smacked his, his team. So, man, I, I, I honestly, beginning of the year, early in the year, I was like, Drew Brees is washed. I was thinking about Dunn and them, but no. I, after this game... Uh, I don't want to say that at all. Dude, there's people who are, I mean, call this an overreaction, but I've seen headlines being like, is, you know, Breeze the new goat? Like, wow. take take it stripping Brady of his title after after that game. I mean, like, when you look at everything Tom Brady's done, like, without the championships and the longevity of the career, like, he's not very attractive. Like, I mean, yeah, he has a lot of touchdowns, but he's played so long. Like, yeah. And his team, he's played in more games, I imagine, than most people, right? Because he's always going to the Super Bowl. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I, I honestly believe, man, that, that Patriot-Brady discussion of who is better, Belichick or Brady, who needs one more than the other, I think that is neutral, man. I think they need each other. Yeah. I think it's like this this silly love song where it, it's like, uh, what's that what's that song? Pina Colada. Mm. getting caught in the rain you know mm-hmm. your belichick put out an ad he was like <laughs> yo i want to make love at midnight wow. and uh tom brady answered that ad and and he realized hey 
I need you, Benny. If you like no name receivers. Oh. That's all I got. Yeah, that was good, though. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. That was good. Dude, he plays better with no name receivers, it seems like, because he's got like the, the most stacked offense in the league. The best receiver he had ever on the Patriots was Randy Moss, which OP. Mm. And then he had Brandon Cooks for one year, which, again, like he had over 1,000 yards and just <sighs> was crushing it. Um, but other than that, I mean, he made Julian Edelman. He made Almondola. He made who was the other small white? Danny dude? Woodhead. Yeah, but he was okay on the Chargers before he went there. I think was he on the Chargers? Beas- before? Was Cole Beasley on there? For no, he was Cowboys, small, right? No, Cowboys. Cowboys. No, it was um, it was this dude. He was like the the white slot receiver Wes Welker yo Wes Welker oh Wes Welker yeah he was legit he was, legit, yeah, he was like, good on the Broncos too yeah, after that. yeah but, but he went from he elevated Brady him. to Manning I mean yeah. I don't know oh, yeah like Shoot. from the goat to the goat yeah you know like, yeah what a what a career you know um and then he went to the Rams for one season a lot of people don't know that I didn't wasn't, know that he was pretty he was injured most that season wasn't he he just was old and white and oh, sucked. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> old white guys suck, suck eh, pretty bad. Not the best receivers, you know, old white people. Uh, but anyways, so, yeah, man. No, this week, I mean, like I said in the beginning, one of my favorite weeks of football of all time, we had the Packers smacking the Niners, which everyone knows. Like, the Niners are done. Like, they, I mean, have we done them yet? I mean, we we kind of pre, like, even pre, like they were done before the preseason. We, we're, we hate on yeah, them we, every week. Yeah, we hate them every week, but like they're actually done now. Like Kittle's done for the year. Everyone, you know, their whole team is just looking sorry. People getting coronavirus here or there. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's aliens, aliens. <laughs> uh, it's not a good year for them. Um, but yeah, and then the the Cardinals, dude. That was the other game. Is oh man, that felt good. That did feel good. Yeah, that we can agree good. on that. Um, those Cardinals, man, like. But man, yeah, uh, I mean, Kyler Murray's. What, what was it you said, Ethan? What's that stat? Or what, sixth, did you tell me? Eighth. He was sixth rushing in the eighth, league. Eighth rushing in the league. He's like eighth. He's. Uh, I think he's eleventh <laughs> in passing. Wow. He's thirty second in height. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't he like five nine, five ten? Yeah, no, he's. I think he's five like ten. Will, Wilson's six. got him by like he's a couple pretty, centimeters. He's pretty yeah, yeah, Wilson's definitely taller than Kyler Murray, especially yeah. like like Kyler Murray. Whatever he puts on paper is wrong because when you watch him out there, you're like that dude, dude. Yeah, that's I, why. That's why he. I can, don't know if you can say that. That's why he can run so, so well. Like if you watch college football, all, they have all these short running backs. They don't mm-hmm. make it in the NFL because they die from one tackle. What but, about uh, Maurice Jones Drew? Oh he, well, he was like a ball also. <laughs> He's a short, but also a ball. But a lot of the short guys aren't balls. They have balls. What about that guy from uh, Danny Woodhead? Is he short? Darren Darren Sproles? Darren Sproles. I I didn't say that they they couldn't (laughs) do it. I'm just saying they usually don't last that long because they get beat up. What about that dude in the Eagles? He's like 5'1". 5'1". Miles Sanders? Miles Sanders. He's a little guy. He's averaging over 6 yards per carry, 6.1. Miles Sanders. Yeah. But again, he gets hurt, but right? he was hurt. Mm, he gets hurt a lot. Yeah, that's a good point. Interesting. <laughs> Short people. Dude, bo- bobblehead Murray though, he can move. Call him the uh, the squid because his name sounds like calamari. Mm, the squid. <laughs> the squid. I like that. His head. You could call him bobblehead because his his helmet's so big. Yeah. 
when he runs, you can hear it clinking his shoulder pads. Like, <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh man, oh. yeah. So yeah, all these games are pretty good. Of course, the Bills Seahawks game was my favorite, <laughs> uh, and then the Cardinals Dolphins also really good. And um, Patriots Jets was my favorite. Patriots Jets. I mean, it was my. I didn't watch any of the game. It was my mm-hmm. favorite because it's the only reason my mm-hmm. my take is staying intact. And it, it Dude, was in serious it was jeopardy. In jeopardy. It was in jeopardy. And it I was in jeopardy. complete shock because Joe, the old man Flacco, was Dude, throwing the he rock. He was slinging. Yeah, he was slinging. Yeah, man, um, I, that's that's shocking to see. You know, a Joe Flacco, Cam Newton matchup that oh. Jets and Patriots. It's just it's weird, dude. And that one, that was a that was a that came down to the wire. I thought Jets had it for sure. Another game I thought somebody had it was the Panthers. I thought they had the Chiefs. They were they were dominating most of the game, and I wanted the Chiefs to get that L because they're just I mean they're on top of the power rankings too much, and they they stayed number one in the power rankings after almost losing. To Carolina, and but I think Carolina's that team that like their record is not that good, but they've been in every game. Like they don't really get blown out. They they kind of they kind of stay around in every single game that they're in, and it's always like, oh, are they gonna? And then they end up losing. But yeah. I think it's and they haven't had McCaffrey for most of the year, so maybe that that's true will kind of help them. That's true. Um, I mean, there's been a couple teams like that. There's the Bengals have been like that. The Chargers have been like that. Um, yeah, Ethan, what were you saying about the? Chargers fourth quarter D. Oh my gosh. Um, well, they've lost. The Chargers have lost the, every game. So they're what? What two and six? Yes. Or two and seven. Two and six. Yeah. And yeah. I, I was just looking. Their their uh, average loss is less than four points. It's like three point eight points average loss. I mean, they don't win by a lot either. But you know, every game, and I feel like at the last couple weeks, it's been like last play stuff and they're you know like this week you know last play time was running down the guy had the ball i don't know who it was he had the ball in his hands but he kind of bobbled it yeah and they would have won they called it a touchdown at first and they they (sighs) overturned it but they've had like multiple games where it's like the final play which is exciting i mean i guess to watch but i would hate I i still believe in them so many ulcers for charger fans bro you know what we haven't heard in a while we haven't heard from our our girls at the club oh yeah oh, our girl becky Wait. jean yeah oh yeah did, what what happened i mean you, why haven't we heard from them didn't you, know? you got didn't you guys get the the text no yeah. she what got happened? a dude she got a job at espn had, no dude, way. are you kidding me dude she's like a, a sideline reporter like a no way yeah, yeah. Does she have like a segment or is it just like dude I'll, I'll, here, I'll, I'll pull up i'll pull up her latest interview bro that's insane she just got famous off of tutter nation yeah, dude, yeah. They heard her. They, obviously, what is it? Number two nation. Yeah, behind two, Oprah. Yeah, two shows. Well, I think we're gonna try to get her this week, but yeah, she's she's tough she's to catch. She's powerful. Yeah, she is powerful. Yeah. Uh, but man, yeah. Show you got the clip. Yeah, I'll play it right now. All right. We are back. Thanks for tuning in to ESPN The Ocho, where we have our girl on the sidelines, Becky G. Hey, Tether Nation and the rest of the world. This is Becky Jean here reporting live from Arrowhead Stadium where I have my main man, Patty Mahoney. Why do you think that you deserve to be an MVP this year, Patty? Well, to be quite honest with you, Becky, thanks for having me on the show. I don't know if you heard this or not, but over the summer, I got a pretty lucrative deal with half a billion dollars. I really think that this is going to be able to let us to hire on some 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 pretty good people around me and, and, and we'll really be able to win some games for a long time here. 
Oh my gosh, that's so hot. <laughs> so you guys have, you, you already have 25 touchdowns, 25 tutters, and one interception on the year, which is amazeballs. How can you get even better than Russell Wilson this year? Well, to be completely honest with you, Backy, we need our guys running the rock to be a little more convincing. You know, I can't just be doing everything here, running the rock, throwing the ball. Sometimes I don't even look at the people that I'm passing to. But with regards to Mr. Unlimited, as long as this defense keeps being a dumpster fire as they have been in the past, I'm pretty sure he's going to be getting some pretty inflated stats like he has been all year long. Well, there you have it. Patty, we love having you on the show today. I really hope you are the MVP this year. And then take me on a date with all that cash. <laughs> Whoa. Dude, she's good. Yeah. She is good. I'm glad that we were the platform that really propelled her career to new heights. And, mm. um, man, I just, I'm, I'm excited for her. Yeah, she's done so much for us. It's it's good to see that we can we can help elevate her career. Yeah. Repay. Re- repay, you know, the... Uh, Pay it forward, as they call it. Yeah. 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 Speaking of pay it forward, if you guys have money (laughs) and you want to give it to us, we tell you guys this every week. Please give it to us because no one, no one gives us any money. This is interesting. This is supposed to be the charitable time of the year. I know. I know. You know. Maybe we can give you a tax write off somehow. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. This technically is a nonprofit. We don't help anybody. Yeah, but we don't make any money, so we're nonprofit. I'll, I'll tell you this: if you give us money in cash, no one will know. And so, like, we won't put it on our taxes. It won't really help you, but we won't. Yeah, we'll just, we, we won't pay taxes on that money. So, yeah, give us cash. We'll write S- you a thank you card. Yeah, maybe put yeah. it, like, p- take out, like, six or seven grand. Put it in a, put it, <laughs> put it in, like, a briefcase. <laughs> At an just undisclosed drop it location. Off. Yeah, just in, drop it off. And in we'll pick singles. It up. We'll pick it up and we'll put out, like, I'm telling you, if you think our content is good now, we do this for free. Mm-hmm. Give us money and we will blow your minds. <laughs> yeah, we're always saying we wish this was our job, man. <laughs> I wish this was my job. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, until then, until you guys, you know, nut up or shut up and yeah, we're, we'll, <laughs> we'll just keep putting out free content and, you know, you know how good that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude. Ram Seahawks this next week. I'm excited. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that a little bit on our Thursday episode, but definitely. Yeah, man. I'm excited. Alright. We are Tutter Nation. We out. <laughs>